our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you today, Lord, and I ask you, Lord, to use me as you see fit, Lord, and to direct the words that need to be said. Not my words, but yours. Holy Ghost, have your way. Teach us, direct us, and break bread with us that we may learn new things and be enlightened by your word to follow the truth. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. We we go to classes and we go to events, we go to peer groups, we go to career counselors, and they come up with these group activities or sometimes one-on-one activities. Uh, and a lot of times those activities are to build confidence, to help exe- re- relieve work anxiety or stre- stress disorders, whatever they're there for. But they're there to build up a new confidence in you that you can do something, maybe on your own or by yourself as a group activity. But sometimes we look at those plans and we laugh because we're like, oh, those plans may not work or they want us to do something that seems kind of stupid or plan out something for the day. And yet those things have purpose. But if we're never willing to do them for ourselves and we're always looking for someone else to complete it to do it for us, we never grow. Because as long as we have support systems on some things that were designed to do yourself, You never learn the confidence behind it. There are activities that are given just for purpose of group activity growth. There are tasks that are given just for individual growth. But so many times in our lives, we'll take the individually growth projects and make them into a group project and never reap the benefits of them because we never get the hope that they were supposed to design to help us see for ourselves. The challenges, because the challenge is never there, because we never utilize the thing that we have, the ability on our own to do something. Man has created different things for us to do, to challenge ourselves, to do all different things. But what I love about it is that those things God allows in our lives, in each one of our personal lives, to challenge us to grow. Sometimes we want to bring people in on it and they're not allowed to come in on it. They can't help you with your self-esteem. We could have people come in our lives, push us and coach us to go to different places, but they won't always be there. 
There are certain point in your life you have to have the will inside of you to push further than you've ever been in your life. You have to want it. And I love what God does is because his plan is totally different than ours. I've been to coaches, been to counselors where they want to teach you to do this this process, that process. But if you're willing to follow those steps, if you're never willing to take what they teach you and apply it to your lifestyle in a way that you can use it to develop you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work. But when it comes to God's plan, if you're willing to allow it to work out in your life, it has a bigger purpose than ever. Small things matter. And what God does is he builds us up through things small things that he takes us through and allows us to do to build and develop our abilities we, when we look at the word of God when we look at Jeremiah chapter 29 it says this it says when we start at verse 11 it says I say this because I know the plans that I have for you this message is from the Lord I have good plans for you I don't plan to hurt you I plan to give you hope and a good future then you will call my name you will come to me and pray to me and I will listen to you you will search for me and when you search for me with all your heart you will find me I will let you find me this message is from the Lord and I will bring you back from your captivity I forced you to leave this place but I will gather you from all the nations and places where I sent you, says the Lord. And I will bring you back to this place. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 14. When you look at the scripture when he says, I have plans. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. Then you will call my name. See, what God talks about there is he said, I have plans to build hope in you. See, because he's saying, but I, my plans are going to get you to call and turn to me. See, because God gives us this hope with small challenges in our lives. Sometimes they're individual challenges. Sometimes they're group challenges. But mostly through it all, they build hope. And they build a hope, a resiliency inside of us. They build integrity inside of us. They build a character inside of us. This is what God is giving us. And see, because God's idea of hope is that he builds the whole picture. He gives you your integrity back. He gives your character back. He gives you your stability back. He gives you your judgment back. He gives you your, he breaks the cords of codependency and make you dependent. You don't have to be like, does this please you? You won't be depleting. You won't be a people pleaser anymore. You'll be a God pleaser. See, because being a people pleaser means that you're codependent on what people think about you and need from you to make you feel important. And those things in life don't help us because that's not a hope. It's a dependency. And it drains you and the people around you. We put on all these different coats and all these different things to air about ourselves. And God says, my plan isn't to hurt you. But the enemy plan is to be everything to everybody else and never being what God designed you to be. I love the book of Judges because when it talks about Jotham's parable, Jotham's story, that when it goes about it is the olive tree knew what it was and didn't want to leave its purpose. The enemy loves for us to leave our purpose. And what God is, I'm trying to build my plan inside you to give you hope that you'll have a future and that you'll call unto me. 
The enemy wants to do the opposite of God in our lives. He loves for us to complain about things where God is saying, I'm putting this thing in your life to build you up, not to tear you down. But the enemy, look what God has done to you. And he's like, no, he's building you up. And he's not letting things tear you down. This is God's plan for our lives. Because if you've noticed the things that he's done and you've allowed God to let things work through your life, you start turning to him in those things. You start turning to him more and more and more and he becomes your hope. And the enemy wants you to turn to your problems as your hope, the emptiness of the world as your hope. And God has built up plans inside of you to give you hope in him. That you'll turn to him and talk to him about it. That he'll cause you to start praying to him. Cause you to start talking to him. Cause you to start building yourself up on the most most holy faith. The most holiest thing is in him. Because if you ever had it, whenever you go through a challenge and you win, the first thing you want to do is you want to go back and say, Oh, like God, I just did this. I couldn't believe I could do it. And you did. That's God's plan for your life. He doesn't have plans to tear you down. We sit back and say, well, if God was in this, then why is it tearing me apart? That's you complaining if we want to be truthful to each other. We're always so courteous to each other that we never really want to open rebuke each other. We never want to help each other out because we will go, oh, I'll just be quiet about it instead of open rebuking each other. And saying, hey, man, you're letting the devil use you. You're just sitting here complaining about something that you really shouldn't be complaining about. Or yet you want to complain about it. Complain to it to God. Maybe listen or this person makes a complaint, the whole thing. You know how it is when you get around people, instead of them being hopeful, all they do is complain about everything. They find fault in everything. That's because their hope isn't in the same thing. Their hope is in what they can do versus whom built them. Because when your hope is here on earth, you're always going to complain. But when your hope is in the heavenly one, God the Father, You'll find yourself less complaining because you'll find yourself resting in him and the abilities that he gave you to overcome every situation. See, because you learn that your life is no longer in you, but in him and that anything that comes at you has to go through him. And if it didn't kill him, it can't kill you because you're in him. He was trying to restore back the once hope that they had. Israel had left God, but what he was saying was, I'm going to rebuild that hope in you. That's what that passage in Jeremiah was saying. He said, these are the plans that I have for you, and I'm going to rebuild that hope in you. That hope and that trust. If God has taken you through one thing, you trust him in that area now. And you're excited to give him in that area of your life. And that's what he wants to do in all areas of your life. Those small things that he gets you to do in life matter. Like if he tells you, you get up one day and you're like, you know what? I I, I don't want to spend thousands of dollars for somebody to come paint my room. Paint the room and and change some light fixtures. I'm going to go to Home Depot, or Lowe's and take the classes and learn how to do this. Change the light fixture myself. Change the light covers. Receptacle covers. Paint this room. Tape the floor off and do it myself. And in the process of doing it, it builds confidence in you. Just like we go to work groups or to one-on-one groups with counselors and, and life coaches to build up confidence in ourselves, God wants to build up a confidence in you the exact same way, but permanently, that no one can steal from you. A godly confidence cannot be taken easily. It requires you to learn the plan for your life, and it learns you it, it, it learns you to help to live in the ability that God has given you, not in the ability that man offers you. 
this is the thing that God has for us. He wants you to be able to be in a place where you can have the help of Him. We all think about what is His plan, but His plan is to build you up. Every day He has something for you to do to reveal to you a more brighter future, a more confident future to step into, more confident with the abilities to give you to do the job that he's asked you to do. But if you don't have the confidence in the job and the abilities that he's given you, you'll always second guess everything. No matter what you do, you'll always be like, oh, is oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. My gift, my abilities, that don't mean anything. He did all that for you for a purpose. And if you don't see a plan, then it's time to find the hope that you've been missing in Christ. Because without that hope, you'll never go where you need to go. Don't let the enemy steal the hope that you do have. Do the small things that God has given you. Learn, do them, and do them well to the best of your ability. And see the things that the confidence that God puts back into you. Over the time period, things that I've done remodeling my own house has given me ability to look back and say, I'm confident about what I can do and what I can't do. And the things that I can do, I can improve on. The things that I may not be able to do at this moment, I can learn to do. And you start learning to see more ideas and you start to see the creative side of you come out. And you're open to opinions, but you don't let those opinions dominate what you should do. And you learn about color schemes. You learn about putting in zinc. You learn about different countertops. And you say, well, I had this one, but you know what? I really want to upgrade the butcher blocks. Or maybe I want that. And my thing is like remodeling the kitchen. And I'm like, well, you know what? I want to change up some things. But if I never did the first step, I never would have the creativity, ability to do it. If I didn't challenge myself to paint the kitchen, redo the cabinets and do those things, I would never would be able at this moment to say, hey, you know what? There's some more changes that I need to do. I don't see this looking. I see that this style is make my house look dated or it's just a temporary piece. You can learn to make changes when you learn how to do the things that God has placed in your life to do with the abilities that you have. That's some of the things that I've learned. And if you're willing to take the time, you can learn them as well. That's some of the abilities that God has given you to do. You learn to do them. But at the same time you learn and do them, you also learn how to take the time to do what God wants you to do and be in the place that God wants you to be. See, we complain about it, but God isn't complaining. God allows some of those things in our lives to come about to teach us to have hope and what we can do. If you never change the light bulb, you'll never have the confidence that you can do it. The small things that you do build up the confidence to do big things. From you changing a light bulb or changing a light cover that was broken gave you the ability to maybe paint a room, maybe redecorate your room, gave you an idea to be more creative in what you do. See, God isn't about tearing the things up we don't have. He's about you being creative with what you have and the manner that he's given it to you and becoming confident in it. We have the abilities, but we never take the time and get the hope in God to have the, the ability to be confident in what we do. Others have looked at us and will say, why do they see all this? And because you're not confident in what the abilities God has given you and the hope that he's given in you. And yet you have a lot of it. But the thing is, you have to let God allow you to be able to receive it. Allow yourself to look back and be confident about the things that you've done and done successfully and well 
and look at that as a point to keep pushing you to do more because God gave you the ability to overcome all things, to do a lot of things in your life. And we take that for granted. And those are the hope builders that God has been giving us. He's giving you more hope than you ever thought that you ever had. You do more as anything else. The single moms do so much as a single mom without both parents being there. They're blessed to do it and God has given them the ability and the way to carry it. And it's overwhelming at times, but it is never overwhelming to the place of death. The enemy loves the fact that we don't remember things that God has done for us a lot we all fall short we forget at times and I do it myself where I'm like God I can't believe this is happening you're not here and and he's actually there it's just that I forget at that moment because of the pressure of the moment but there's a hope that keeps rising back up in me it says hey you made it through that you'll make it through this Lord thank you thank you that I'm making it through it thank you for the blessing that I am making it through it thank you father in the name of Jesus I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come before your people today, Lord, and to deliver a message, Lord. I pray, Lord, for each and every person that hears this message, Lord, today, that they'll be encouraged, Lord, and they'll realize that the hope that they have is something that you're building in them that can't be easily taken. The hope is that you're building something in them that no one can ever give, but only you. And allow them to trust your process, just like they trust going to a life counselor or going to a career counselor or going to a career builder or whatever thing they would go to or a motivational speaker and doing the programs that they would do lord that you have a program that you created for them to do lord that if they do it in the way that you have done it lord that it builds a confidence in them that there are also things that they need to do themselves in order to build the confidence and not depend on you to break the confidence and i pray lord that people that are listening lord that those that are in that codependency mode all the time in their lives lord that you would break it and you would break the bondage of it lord even if they don't want it to be broken lord that you would break it in jesus name i pray amen once again, thank you for living to Living in the Light Left Lessons podcast. I hope that it's been a blessing to you. And it has. Please subscribe. And then share it with someone and tell somebody about the message. Have a great and wonderful day. Be blessed.